The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Shlomo Bahari in memory of Yosef Ben Shlomo. Ruach Hashem Tenihenu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Amen. We begin today's daf on Kofiyo Dalid. Amud Sheni, and we begin one line from the bottom. Let us just review where we're holding in this sugya. We learned in the first Mishnah of the Perek that a lady has a ne'emanut to say met ba'ala, which means the betin will believe her and should be allowed to remarry. However, this is only under certain circumstances. That's where we can assume that she is being precise. And she is not saying her testimony out of estimation. For example, if let's say there was shalom between uh, the husband and the wife, and there was shalom in the world, therefore we can assume that when she comes along and says the husband died, the circumstances lend that she saw her husband's dead, and she's certain that uh, he's dead, and the Bitting will allow her to be married. However, in the case of let's say there's war in the world, in that case over there, we really can't trust her because of the rule of Bedidamela. Bedidamela means that we assume that she really didn't see the ultimate death of her husband, since it's a war-stricken area, and therefore she probably saw, let's say, her husband, let, for example, uh, an arrow hit him. But what? Uh, she had to flee from the scene, so she's assuming and how many people live from uh, wounds like that. Definitely says, my husband died. But since it's not uh, 100%, maybe somebody came and uh, healed him. Maybe somebody came and saved him. So therefore, since it's not 100%, so therefore the deen is, we cannot believe her in such a case. Or, for example, let's say, she had a ketatam. She's not getting along with her husband. There's peace in the world, but she doesn't get along with her husband. So therefore, you can assume that what? When she comes along and says her husband died, she wants to become a suta husband. Meaning, she wants the rabbis, uh, she wants to marry somebody else. And what's the rule when the husband resurfaces? There's a kanas. We learned in the earlier Mishnayot that while once the husband resurfaces, not only can't she be with her new husband, but she can't go back to her first husband. Goods. Now the husband's a surat, and that's what she wants. So then when we have a reason to assume that she's not being precise, so then the deen is that we have to, uh, we do not uh, believe her. So now, that's shat milhama. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Let's say we're not certain, we don't know from ourselves that there's milhama in the world. Okay? Well, we're assuming the betin, for example, we're assuming what is world peace. She comes along, which means she's the one that came along and told the betin, listen, there's milhama in the world, and therefore my husband died in the war. Mao, well, does she, is she believed? Now, let's analyze it through the eyes of the Gemara. Miyamrina, do we say what? That she is believed because of what's called a migu. 
What's the migu? Ma la l'shakir. Which means, why would she lie and come along and say that there's milchama in the world? She didn't have to offer us that information. Di ba'ya amra shalom ba'olam. Which means, she could have just kept quiet. She could have came along and said there's shalom in the world, like everybody's thinking there is. Then what? Betin would have believed her, and uh, they would have uh, let her uh, remarry. So then when she's offering this information over here, therefore she has a ne'emanut. Uh, so comes the, Gemara gives the other side, or Dilma, Kevan de'azeka amra which means, we have a hazaka. Whenever she comes along and says, Sha'at milhama, it's not accurate. We assume that she's only saying it from estimation. And therefore, velo Which means, we cannot make a migu over here. Because, what does a migu mean? When you make a migu, you say, she could have said another claim. Now that she said this, we assume that she's telling the truth, she's not lying. Good, but in this case over here, even if you want to believe her, what she's saying, when she says the claim, milhama, milhama, we never believe her. Milhama, we only treat it as what? It's a safek, we don't know if she's telling the truth or not. And therefore you cannot make a migu in this case over here, because on the claim that she's saying milhama, there's a hazaka. Whenever she says milhama, its assumption is that she's not precise. So therefore those are the two sides of the question. Do you say what? That since she could have kept quiet, then uh, fine. Or do we say no? Since there's a hazaka, whenever she comes along and says there is a uh, war over here, so we're saying, what is, she, what, do you mean, what is she lying? No, she's not lying, but the point is she's not going to be precise. And therefore you cannot make a migu. Comes the Gemaran, comes along and says, what's the answer to this question? Tashema. We have a question. She comes along, comes in front of the Betin, and she says, the house was on fire, and there was smoke in the house, and her and the husband were in the house with the smoke. Or she says, We were in a cave together, and what? The cave was uh, filled with smoke. Who met? Vani Nisalti. I was saved, and he was, uh, and he, he died. Right? And she's not believed. Now this is a similar case over here of the Milchama case that we're analyzing. Why? Because she's the one that's telling us that there was a Senefa. Which means, just like in the last case of this, she's the one that's telling us what, that there is a Milchama. And therefore, we're coming along and saying what? She is not Ne'eminit. Why? Because really she didn't stay around for the fire. She doesn't know exactly if the husband's alive or not. It's dangerous. So she went away. So they were just like you don't believe what she's the one that tells there was a fire. Right? You don't say amigo. She could have kept uh, quiet not said anything. No. Once you're ready, she tells us there's a fire. We assume automatically it's been And therefore there's no name. Similarly, when she's the one that comes and tells us what? There's a war. So therefore what? We have to say that what is the rule of bididameh. We're not going to believe her. So comes again what says... Shani Atam. No, the case of the fire over there is different. Because why? She's coming all over there and saying that what? That she did not see the husband die. She's just assuming that the husband is dying. And therefore the Gemara says, the Amara, so the Betin will tell her, They say, listen, miraculously, didn't you get saved from this uh, fire? So just like you got miraculously saved, 
You also, your wife, your husband got miraculously saved, which means in the case of the uh, of the um, fire over there, we assumed originally what she's saying. I saw my husband; he was in the house and he died. Oh, so then ready to I was still saying what not the minute because why normally you're not be able to be precise. So then we see that's like the case of the milchama, which comes along and says uh, there was a milchama, which she's mahzik the milchama, or she's establishing the fact of milchama. Therefore, she's not she's not being the minute. He doesn't know. There's a difference in the cases. Here she's not coming along and saying she saw her husband die. She's just coming along and saying, I know that he was in the house. Oh, you know he's in the house? That's nothing. Not already Betty can knock that claim out of the water and say, listen, just like you got saved, maybe, maybe he got saved, not going to leave. But in the case over there, she's coming along and saying that my husband died in the war and that she knows it. So therefore it's a different uh, case. So comes the and says, Tashema naflu alenu of the kukavim. Let's say she comes along and has a claim and she says, uh, green came along and they uh, pounced on us, right? They attacked us. Now flew alenu the steam. Well, she comes along and says, let's say robbers came along and attacked us. Who met? Then it's out. I uh, he died and I got saved. So the Gemara comes along and says, Neiminet. Now we're assuming over here that robbers are similar to milhama, which is just like what she comes along and says. There were robbers in the world, and what we're saying? What she is believed. So too, when she comes along and says, there's a war in the world, also she should be believed, because the Gabbana says, they in it, right? Because she's the one that said there's rubbish, she didn't have to say anything. And therefore, the fact that she came along and, uh, came along and uh, offered this information over here, you're going to trust her with the Migu. Gabbana says, no, there's no analogy. Hatam, the difference is, Kedrav Idi, Damarav Idi, Isha Klezena Aleha. The lady has her weapons with her, which means, when it comes to her claim that she saw that they were held up by robbers, right? That's a case over there where she can be accurate. Which means we do not going to say Bidadamela over there, that she's just assuming. You know why? Because she'll stay around to the end, even though there's robbers there, and she'll see that her husband was dead um, uh, conclusively. Why? Because she's not scared of the robbers. Why is she not scared of the robbers? Because she has her weapon with her. What's her weapon? They want her. And therefore, which means the robber wants to, wants to go with her. So therefore, she's able to stay over there, and she's not worried that she's going to die. And therefore, she'll see that her husband was actually dead. But she in the case of Milhama, she doesn't stay over there. She runs away. And therefore, you cannot uh, uh, compare these two cases. The reason why you believe when she says Listine, because she could be accurate. But Sheikin, when she says Milhama, um, uh, uh, it's possible that what? She did not stay there because she's scared. And then she did not stay until she died. Until he died. So that's the intrinsic difference. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ha'hu Gabra. There was a certain fellow. The Bishilhe was at the end of the wedding. There was a fire that broke out in the middle of the Huppah, the place where they're making the wedding. So the wife started to scream. Ha'hu Gabrai, Ha'hu Gabrai. Look. That my husband is burning in the uh, building over here. My husband is burning in the building. She was screaming. So they came along and they saw that a fellow was strewn out on the floor and he was burnt to death. And they also saw a hand, probably that was outstretched, that was trying to save the uh, victim. 
and the hand was just one plain hand that was on the floor that was also strewn out and burnt. So Rabbi thought to say, which means this case over here is similar to the case where she comes along and says the house is burning, that my husband was in it, and we learned over there that what? That there's no ne'emanut, uh, that we don't believe her. In this case over here also, she says uh, my husband was in the house over there. We say, well, listen, how does she know the husband's in the house over there? You don't, uh, you know, maybe she, 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 she's not uh, careful, she doesn't know for sure. So comes again, what's Amarava Midameh? Ravas, what are you talking about? Is that uh, comparable? Hatam lo ka'amat hazugavrai hazugavrai. Which means, in the case of the Ashenu Abayid, she did not see that he was in the house and died. Here, she's screaming, Hazukafrai, look, my, my husband's over there, my husband's over there. And therefore, it's as if she saw her husband burning. Ve'od, we have another reason to believe her. Gavra Haruchad Dishdi. You see a dead body in front of you, burnt. Ufistad Didad And you see the hand that's also burnt on the ground. Mistamarad hand was trying to go and save the husband, and therefore she should have a, the name in the case of the house, a shinwa bite, you don't find any uh, body over there. So here you have more like line that they to believe that what? That what she's saying is, emet. She comes to and says, oh, the Rebbe Abin, which is, what did Rebbe Abin hold? Rebbe Abin held it differently. He said, gavra shadya, no proof, that body that was strewn on the floor, Maybe I'll come along and tell you that what? That this guy over here, what? Came and tried to save uh, the husband, right? Which means the husband was trying to come and save somebody else. She's that guy that's on the floor is not the husband. Maybe the husband was the one that was trying to save the victim that was on the floor. And what happened? It's too late. The fire consumed that stranger. I that hand that you see on the floor that's burned. When he was trying to save this guy, his hand got burnt. And then what happened? The guy's hand uh, fell on the floor. That's the husband's hand. And what happened to him? Because he was embarrassed. Now he has a, he's a Baal Moom. He doesn't want to go there. He's going to go to his wife now with, a, with, a, with, a, with no hand. So we do Azal, he went, He ran away. That therefore, you have no idea that that's the husband. Maybe it's uh, another guy. The husband was the one that was saving. And therefore, there's no Ne'emanut in this case as well. So therefore, there's no Ne'emanut in both cases. Now let's read Rashi until this point. Let's start with Rashi on the top of the Amud. Let's cause we're make a review now through Rashi. The first case we had today in the Gemara was she comes along and says there's milhama in the world. Okay, which means normally if we know there's milhama in the world, she's not believed. Because we use the rule of what? We do not assume that she saw the actual death itself. And therefore we cannot believe that she says her husband is dead. question is when she's the one that comes along and announces that there is uh, war in the world. So the Gemara says, well, it's a sad to believe her. Why? Because she could have just kept quiet and everybody would have said the shalom in the world. And the shalom between her and her husband, or she has a... So that she says, the top top Rashi, the Ibaya Amra Shalom Baula. Like she could have said the Shalom Baula, and we, we would have believed her. Umehimnia, right? And she's believed. The Hashta Name Mehimna, and therefore the Hashi should also be believed. O Dilma, what's the other side? Haka Lekalimar Mala Lishakir. Which means normally, what's the Sevarab Amigu? The Sevarab Amigu works like this. She could have said another claim, therefore, why should she lie? Correct? But in this case over here, the claim that she's saying, we don't suspect that she's lying. The claim that she's saying is, is 
She's not sure. Because when you say there's Mulchama in the world, it's not, uh, it's not 100% sure that she saw. They said, Di'iu gufa lo mechavda l'shikure. Obvious, she's not having intention to lie. Since there is a war, and she's saying that there's a war, Amra bededame. She's saying, that's what I think. The Siburai Shemet. She really believes that uh, he's dead. Now, the Gabbara answers this question, or tried to answer this question by bringing a host of Braithot, and we kept on saying, not comparable, different uh, case. So now she's going to ask the question now. What did the Gabbara even have to analyze it through different Braithot of the case of the burning house and things like that? You could have solved this dilemma for our Mishnah. Our Mishnah dealt with this case. And we have a conclusive answer. Why? You could have solved it from our Mishnah. Diktani, what did it say in our Mishnah? Shalom ba'olam. If there's peace in the world, ne'emin it. Why? Vadai met ba'ali b'milhama ka'amra. Oh, when there's shalom in the world, how did the husband die? Let's analyze that case. We said in the Mishnah, Shalom ba'olam, she's believed. What does she believe? She comes up and says, my husband died. So that she says, what must the case be when she says, my husband died? It must be the case she's saying, my husband died in a war. Why must that be the case? Because if she comes along and says, my husband died in bed, Remember we learned on yesterday's that we have a rule like this. Even when there's a war... Raging in the world. Good. And she comes along and says, I saw my husband die in bed. The war has nothing to do with anything now. We could assume that since he died in bed, she was there. She's not scared. She didn't run away. She saw the actual death. Good. So, met bimitato can even be even in a time where there is milhama. Good. Now, what's the case when there's shalom ba'olam that she's believed? Shalom ba'olam, she's believed to say what? That I saw him die in a war. Even though there was peace in the world. But she comes along and says, he himself was in a place where there was a war. And therefore, which is exactly our case over here. Isn't our case over here where there was, this assumption is the Shalom Ba'olam. And she's coming along and saying, there is Milchama. And what did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said, Ne'emin it. I repeat the question again. What's the case of the Mishnah that you say, when there's Shalom in the world, she's believed? So there's one of two cases. You can tell me, Shalom in the world, she's believed when she says, he died in bed. Well, why did you have to give me that case of died in bed? Died in bed, it can even be Milhama ba'olam. Ella, the case of Shalom ba'olam must be that she's believed when she comes along and says, what? Milhama, that she died in war. So what's the, that's exactly our case that we're analyzing now. Where there's Shalom in the world, according to the rabbis, they, they think there's peace in the world. She's coming along and saying, no, my husband died in the war. And what does the Mishnah say? Name in it. So, poshet the stuff from Amishnah. So, the Jesus is a very important rule. Elavadai met b'milchama itzterich l'ashmi'inan. When it comes to the case of met b'milchama, the case is hainu he'azikai milchama ba'olam. That must be the case. That's, that's his question. Taritz matnitin. Answer the Mishnah like this. The Amra met stama. The case was the shalom ba'olam. And she comes along and says, my husband died. She doesn't say where. She just says it, stama. Vashmi'in al-matnitin. So the Hadush of the Mishnah is what? Deu'il v'shalom ba'olam. Afagav delo amra al-mitato behed. Even though she didn't say explicitly he died in bed. 
You can assume that that's what she meant. She came to the rabbi and said, you know what, my husband died. When the shalom ba'olam, the assumption is when she says met stam, you assume that where did he die? In bed. Good. She doesn't have to say it explicitly. Which is, in the case of met b'milchama, then she has to say explicitly met b'mitato. Because then already there's milchama. Your assumption is that he died in the war. But when it says shat shalom ba'olam, then already even she said stam, met, you assume that what he died? In bed. Good, and when there's war in the world, and she says it, Stam, you assume that he died in the war. Until she says explicitly, Which means, our question is now, where she's the one that says that there's milchama in the world, and she says that he died in the war. So do you want to use a migu to come along and say, since she's the one that established the milhama, so therefore you're going to believe her in this case, because she could have uh, kept quiet, and uh, the rabbis would have believed her. Or do you say, no, she's not intending to lie, this lady over here. This lady over here, when she says, met the milhama, she's really saying what? And therefore, and there's a hazakah that she says, and therefore we're not going to believe it. So if we have no ra'ayah from our Mishnah, our Mishnah's case of Shalom Ba'olam was what? Where she said, it was peace in the world, and she said, Setam. She said, what? My husband died. You know why you believe her? Because she assumed that it was the mitato in his bed. Oh, and in the case where it was Sha'at Milchama, she has to explicitly say, Met bimitato. Our case over here is what about when she's the one that comes along and establishes the uh, milchama and she says that what? He died in the war. Could be since she's the one that established the milchama, could be it is different. Comes the next Rashi. That's the case where the smoke filled the house. It's it's I ran away from the house. And in a minute. Oh, so what do you learn from there? She's the one that established the burning house. We don't say, oh, what is she getting to lie? She could have just said he died regularly, we would have believed. No, it's different over the case of the smoky house. Why? Because over there we're going to say she didn't see it. Because when the smoke started to fill the house, what did she do? She ran away. Now, how do he live? To smoke. He must have died. Just like a miracle happened, you know, he got saved from the smoke inhalation. He also got saved. But in the case of the war, we could say, Lo amra ilo hazite. Which means in the case of the war over there, she's saying she saw him. Which means because she had a migu, she, she could have said uh, nothing. And she wouldn't believe. So therefore in the war case, we can say so it's a stronger case. Which means she's saying uh, she saw. And therefore, could be, uh, she has a bigger name because of the migu. Next case, Rashid. Attacked us. Again, she established the Goyim. Again, you have the rule of it. Why is she going to lie? She could have kept quiet. 
which means robbers is considered a small war. He was, she was with her husband. We're not going to say that she was assuming. She, she waited. She's not scared from robbers because the robbers are not going to kill her. And therefore she'll stick around. That's why she has a name of Okay, next she Right, she comes along and says, Hey, look at my uh, husband. That's the case of the wedding. Right? Yeah, the fire's eating him. The Gemara says, which is we're assuming what? That the dead body that was burnt was the husband, and the hand that's on the floor is somebody else's hand that was outstretched towards the same husband. Comes the Gemara and says, no, no, could be the guy on the floor was a stranger, and the hand was the husband's. And what happened? The moon came on the Baba'la, and therefore what happened? He ran away. Now let's go see some halakhot that would come out of this uh, Gemara that we just uh, learned. We start with the halakhot that comes from Shohan Aruch Ibn Ha'ezah Siman Yudzayin Halakha Mim Gibel Ha'isha Atzma Ne'emenet Lomar Shemet Ba'ala Lady herself has an emanut The halakha says Afilu hi shota Even if she's a shota That's the opinion of the Rama Based on that testimony She can get married to somebody else So if she has no children She can now Go to Yibun. Vinotnim la ikar kitubata. She can collect now a kituba as well. Wilvad she yodat betiv nesuin vealmanut. Which is she has to, in the case of the shota, she has to know at least uh, uh, the da'at to know already the uh, law of nesuin and almanut. Next case. Bamedvarim amuri. Maran still talking. Kishi yesh shalom benole benavish shalom ba'olam. Right when there's peace between her and the peace in the world. But if there's a fight between them, she said, which means that she comes along and said, this guy divorced me. Right? So you see there was this mahlokit. Other witnesses came along and said, no, that's not so. So you see already there's politics between the husband and the wife. Or, which is even if she comes along and says, I buried my husband, which is, she's saying, I saw him, he died, I buried him, doesn't matter. If there was a fight between the husband and the wife, what's the reason why you don't believe? Because she's trying to become forbidden to the husband. Right? She knows that what? The husband's alive. She wants to ruin the husband. It means to become a him. And why? Because Rabbi says, oh, you go, go get married. So go get married. Now what's going to happen? The guy comes back. She says, Asul Asul Good. V'chein Well, let's say there was a war in the world. Malak continues. husband died in the war. Even though it's peace. Now, if there's peace between them, why wouldn't you believe them in the war? The Haishinan Shemet Tesmoch Dalta Advarim Shiruban Limita. Right? She's going to say like the Gemara said. Everybody's dying in the world. My husband, you think he got uh, saved? Vitomar Met. Right? Kegon Shnehirgu Arishrim Vaharonim. Right? Shaya Ba'la Be'emsa. He says, my husband's in the middle of this uh, war over here. Shari Omeret Ma'ash Shnehirgu Elu Ve'elu. Wow, in this case, the way he wants to say, even if she comes along and says, Why? 
So he says over here, the Afshe Kibartiv, no Sheyach Medidamer. And when she comes along and says, Kibartiv, she's not, uh, she, she, she said, I saw the body. I buried him. Mikolakum Haishina Shema Meshakirit. Wow. Still we're going to say, maybe she's lying. Why? Mishum De'en Derech Lehamtin Demilchama Velegbor Oto. Who sticks around in the middle of a war-stricken zone to go now start uh, burying uh, somebody? Ulachi Ashina Tfei Dilma Meshakira. Which means ah, that she's just lying. Which is in her heart, she really believes that the husband died because she's in the middle of a war. So she's just saying, uh, he's dead, I, I buried him. She's just saying that claim, stam. So therefore, even if there's peace between them, but there's a war, there is no ne'emanut when the lady comes along. Either she goes so far to say, I buried the husband, there is no ne'emanut. Ve'yesh omrim, then he brings that over here from the Shohan Aruch again, she'ima'am ra'kibartiv ne'emanut. That no, that what, there is a ne'emanut, and that's why, the lo'ha shirim shakirit ala ha'ishina, shima'am ra'kibartiv ne'emanut, the whole thing is ne'emanut, like we really saw in the Gemara, that's where we understood the Gemara, on the last Amud, that when she says Kibartiv, that's really the strongest uh, claim that she can have. And if even in a war zone, uh, she will believe that's the way Maran brings that from the Yeshomri. Now, V'im Amra met bebeto amitato. Oh, but if she comes along and says he died in bed, ne'emenet adivreakol. Then everybody says that she has an Amud. What's the logic again? Uh, she was there, she was able to see the whole, uh, the whole situation. Good. Haitash not le'avon. Let's continue. Let's say it was a year of... Famine. So that was a question in the Gemara. How do you look at famine? Is famine like a war? Or is it not like a war? So it says, That's the Gemara's answer according to Rabbah. That even if he says, she says, I saw him dead of starvation on the bed. She does not have a ne'emun. She says, Avon is worse than a war. Whereas in a war zone, mitato is believed, but the Avon, no. Because again, the way we understand it, in yesterday's Gemara, she's not going to stick around by the bed because there's no food. Therefore, she ran away to get some uh, food. Therefore, she did not see the uh, husband die. In the case of the Avon, which says, I saw him die and I buried him. Okay, then she has a ne'emanut. We continue now the case of Mapolet. Ha'isha she'amra met ma'ali ta'ata Mapolet. Okay, the building fell on the husband. Ena ne'emenet. Okay, why? Because again, she's not going to be around over there. She wants to save herself. Let's say there was a plague of snakes and scorpions. Why? She assumes most people die of a scorpion bite or a snake bite. The only time she'll be believed in that case, Manan says, either he says, she says, or Okay. That was the case of the Gemara. Manan continues, let's say there was pestilence in the world. So there he brings two shitot. How we look at Deber. Two shitot like that. Okay. Now we get to our case that we did today. There was no uh, war in the world. Right? At least the Hazakah was no war. 
Ubat ve'amna milchama itam komploni. No, my husband was in this place where there was a war. Umet be milchama lo tenasei lekatahila. So Maran says lekatahila. We do not give her any ne'emarut ve'im niset, but we're not going to give her a kenas either. If she got married, lo tese. Then he brings ve'yesh omrim da'afidu niset tese. So again, he brings a two uh, sheetot over here. Exactly how that look. He brings both sides. Really, it was a, it was an ibaya. And it was Lo'ev Shetah. She's uh, really the Allah Gemara did not uh, answer it. So Maran in the Stam is being Poshet the Ba'ya Likula. And he's saying what? That if she got uh, married to somebody else, we're not going to give her the uh, Kanas. Okay? And the Yesh Omri Mo've that he quotes is actually the Ramah. And he quotes over here that that's uh, based on the Shetah of the Rosh that says Avdina Lehumrah. That when it comes to so Sosmachlokan in the Ibaya itself, you're going to be poshet the kula, you're going to be poshet the humrah. This is Maharal is poshet the kula, like those Yishonim, and Ramah is going like the Rosh is poshet the humrah. Amra, we continue. Ishnu alenu bayit o me'ara. Comes along and says, the house was on fire and there was smoke. Who met vanini tzalti? He died and I got saved. What's the deen? Ena ne'emenet. Why? The keshem shena'asa la'nes, kach na'aseh. No, like the Gemara said, she had no ne'emanut. Amra, let's say she said, Naflu alenu ovdei kuchavim olistim. Hu nehrag v'ani nitzalti ne'emenet. Why? She'en darkan naharog ha'nashim. Right? It's not the way for the robbers to kill the woman. Kedesh no wak kashem shenitzlahi kach nitzalu. We can't tell her, just like he got saved, you got saved. No, no. You were there. She saw it. And therefore, she does not go with the bededameh. The Maran continues... Well, actually, this case is brought out from the Bet Shemuel in the same specific katan kas mishen nisraf v'tsaaka ishto ve'omeret. Right? Somebody was burnt, and she's screaming. Reu ba'li shen nisraf. That's the case of the wedding. Look at my uh, husband. He's like ne'emenet ve'davka ne'emenet. He says she believed. The ve'davka the lekashum davar shemurin sheyashem odacher. Ah, only in a case where you cannot ascertain that there was somebody else there. About him, Nishar Yad. Like the case of the Gemara. And you know, it's not from the guy that's on the floor. It's another hand. Based on the Gemara, the hand is the one that ruins it. Because now you can say the hand was the husband's. He ran away because he was embarrassed. And the guy on the floor is somebody else. He was trying to save him. So he goes like the Gemara. If he was the only one there... And there's only one dead body there, then already you can assume that that is the other, because she said, The Gemara has a question. Let's say you have one witness that comes along and says that the wife died, that this lady died in a milhama. Mau. Now the question is, do we believe this one witness like we normally believe one witness? Now what's the two sides of it? Normally if one witness comes along and says, Met Ba'alech, you believe him. The question of it, he comes along and says, Met Ba'alech, do we believe him when he says that claim? What's the two sides? Ta'amad, Edehad, Mehman, the normal logic, why Edehad is believed, Mishum, Demilta, David, Legiluyehu. Because a witness is not going to lie if he can be disproven. Which means he's not going to come along and say that this guy died. When this guy can resurface, now the end is going to be proven that he was a liar. So that he has an emanut to be believed even though he's an edahat. So therefore, if that's the logic, lo mishakir is not going to lie. So therefore, hachan amin lo mishakir. So therefore, he's not going to lie when he comes along and says that the guy died in war. He's going to be honest because he doesn't want to be disproven. 
Oh, Dilma, or maybe you're going to come along and say, Ta'ama, the reason why the Ahad is the Imam, Mishum, Dihi Gufa, Daika Umin Siba. Which means, because the rabbis rely, that she's not going to get married again until when? Until she's going to know with Vada'ut, with certainty that the husband died, because she knows the consequences. She knows that if she goes and gets married to somebody else and the husband resurfaces, it's tetzeh mizeh or mizeh. So therefore, the reason why the end had the iman is because she is daika umin sira. She's precise and she gets married. In this case over here, where he's coming to testify that he died in the war, what's that got the bahse? Lord Daika Min Siba, he takes out that parenthesis. Lord Daika Min Siba, she's not going to be precise and get married because she's saying maybe because of the war. In her mind, she says, you know what? The witness comes on and says, my husband died in the war. So she assumes what in her brain? Uh, he's probably dead. That's only Bididameh. And therefore, we don't believe in the case of Bididameh. Therefore, maybe the had this case does not believe. Because if you're relying on her Daika Min Siba, in this case, she's not going to be Daika Min Siba. Because she's going to say like this, uh, what are the odds? For sure he died in the uh, war, nobody made it out alive, and therefore it's not, uh, it's not conclusive. So therefore maybe you will not believe. So if you're looking at it from the Ed's standpoint, from the Ed's standpoint he should have an Imanut. Because ma, he's not going to lie. Because what's Mithad Abid and the But if the Ed is only believed Mahbat her, well, Mitzida, she's not going to be Daika or Mitzida in this case. Why? Because she says, oh, he died in the war, pass, he's dead. And therefore at least she will not have a Imanut. So Gemara tries to answer this question. Amar Ami Berchamat Hashem Amar Bi Akiva Kishiyarati Lenehardeha Leaber Hashanai. He says, One time I went down to the city of Nehardeha to make a leap year. Matzati Nehamya Ish Bet Deli. I found a fellow called Nehamya from Bet Deli. The Amarli. So he told me, Shamarti She'en Masiin Taisha. I heard that the majority of the Hachamim in Eretz Israel they do not allow a lady to get married which means they're not, they don't go with the Salakah the only rabbi that's lenient is the Biyuda Ben Baba so Rabbi Akiva says I'm sorry Rabbi Akiva says so I told him I told him I told him that what? you are right Amarli, so he told me, Emor lehem mishmi. So this fellow, Nehamiyat Tazabi Akiva, you go tell them in Israel, in my name, Atem yod'ima medina zum mishubesh begayasot. Tell me, you know, this country over that we're living in, is mishubesh begayasot, there's a lot of armies and soldiers, it's dangerous. Kach mekubbelani bin abang gamliel azaken, shemasi'ina isha alpi edehad. But I have a tradition from Rabban Gamliel that you indeed can marry off a lady, Alpi Edehad. So now let's analyze exactly what was going on. Let's review this conversation. Rabbi Akiva said when he came down to Nehar Dehad to make an Ibu Shana, he found this fellow rabbi called Nehamayish Bet Deli, and Nehamayish Bet Deli told him, listen, I heard in Enes Israel you guys don't uh, marry off Alpi Edehad. Except uh, one shita that you have over there. So Rabbi says, you're 100% right. So he says, you go back down there and tell the rabbis that I have a tradition from uh, Rabbi Rabbi Gamliel that you can marry an Edihat and tell them that this place that we're living in over here is a war, a war zone. So the Gemara now analyzes what was um, uh, Nehamya telling Rabbi Akiva. My Medina Mishubishit Begayasot. Who is he telling? Oh, tell them that we're living in a, uh, a war-stricken zone. 
Lab means telling him like this. Afalgav de Medina zumishu beshet. He was saying like this, even though we're living in a place where there's a, it's a war-stricken zone. Kak mekubelani shemasiin alpi ayedehad. Which means he was telling him that even in a case where there's war, the Edehad is going to be the Eman. Why? Because it's a Miltad the Avidal the Giluye, and therefore the Ed is not going to lie. Which means the Hamya is telling the Akiva, you go tell the rabbis of Eris Israel that we're living in a war zone, and still the Ban Gamaliel said the Ed is believed. Oh, what's the Pshat? We answer that question. So when an Ed comes along and says, even in Shahat Milhama, we're going to believe the Ed Koswai is not going to lie. Why? Because he doesn't want to be uh, exposed uh, as a liar. So we answer that question. So the Gibbara says, no, you misinterpreted what Nehemiah was trying to say. Nehemiah was saying like this. Which means, if that was Nehemiah's point, that you believe in the Ayat even in Sha'at Mulchama, why did he tell the Akira this place is a war-stricken zone, and we believe in Edehad? He should have told them anywhere that there's a war-stricken zone, in Ed is believed. Which is, you're giving a halakha. So why would you limit it to this place? It's not Dafka in the place where he was. It's any place where there's war, the Ed is the Iman. So the Gemara says, This is what he was telling him. He was saying like this. Go tell the rabbis in Eretz Yisrael that the halacha is like Rabban Gamaliel. Ah, you're going to ask me, how come I didn't come to you till now with this testimony? Because the place where I'm living in is a war-stricken zone, so I wasn't able to transmit this halacha in the name of Rabban Gamaliel. So it's got nothing to do with an Eretz being the Iman and Chatmul Hama. He was just telling them, yes, there was a whole subject. In Israel, do you believe in Edehad or not? The Nakiva said, listen, they don't. Uh, the Hanya came along and said, you know something? I have a testimony. Tell them you do believe in Edehad. And that's according to the Bank of the Hill. Ah, how come I'm telling you to this now? Why don't I go to them sooner? Which I tell you, we're living in a war-stricken zone. Therefore, I wasn't able to transmit and communicate this uh, message. But it's got nothing to do with our question. Is Edehad the Iman? They were going on a boat, the two Tabid Akamim. And the boat sunk. And Rabbi allowed the wives of these Tabid Akamim to get married. Meaning what? They assumed that they drowned, and therefore they were dead. Alpi Nashim. Oh, on the testimony of who? Testimony of ladies. So the Gemara analyzes. Which means, when it comes to death in water, that's like a war which normally we have the rule of Why? Just like in a war, we're not certain. In water also we're not certain because you cannot see the whole area. Maybe the bodies went down in this spot and they came up. At a different area. Maybe they swam underneath the water and they came up on the other side and you didn't see it. So therefore when somebody drowns in the water, it's not 100% certain, even if two witnesses come along and testify, it's been the We're not certain that what? All you saw is he drowned. You didn't see that he died. So therefore maybe he came up on the other side. And what? And we have a law. When ladies come to testify, even a hundred ladies that come and testify, it's considered like one witness. So what do you have a case over here? It's like one witness that's coming to testify... In a war. And what's the deen? Veketani hisi. And what does it say? Rabbi married off their wives. So what do you see to our question? 
that in Edehad is Ne'eman, even in a time of war, just like he was believed at the time of the Mayim, of the drowning. Why? Because we're going to say he's not going to lie, because he doesn't want to get, uh, get caught. Kevorah says, wait, Vitispera, which means, are you going to explain this bright over here? Where you're talking about where the boat sunk and the, the, the witnesses have a manut. Which means, when it comes to water, meaning you're not able to see all four sides. And therefore, you're really not able to give a... Te- How could you believe of it? How can any had given the emanut on my mind in the himself? There's no end to the water, which means you can never see all the spots of the water. You don't know if the guy surfaced. It's We know the law of Maim Shayla himself. Even if two witnesses come along and testify, they're not believed. So you're going to tell me one guy comes to testify that they, they drowned in the water. We're going to believe them. You can't explain this Braita according to the Pshat over here. And how do you have to explain it? The case is saying, we saw them come out of the water. We saw them float up to the water, and therefore we saw them dead. Oh, that's a different case. That's not Bidadam anymore. That's a case of, you saw them. So the Gemara says, We saw them immediately when they emerged from the water, meaning we know that these are the that died. And these ladies that testified, they said over, Simmanim. Which means they gave over telltale signs on the body. So we're able to identify them. Because if they didn't give over simanim, when a body is in the water, they decompose. And therefore you're not able to identify them. Maybe it was somebody else. And therefore they came along, we're not relying on these witnesses over here, these ladies. We're relying on what? That they're saying that there's the simanim that this uh, deceased uh, body had. So they go, that therefore we're not relying that only on the testimony, you're relying on the uh, signs that they gave on the body. And therefore you have no proof that an Edeham will be believed in the Milchama. Again, the proof of the Gemara'ah maybe just like in the case you believed one witness, meaning a lady's, a concern like one witness in the case of the water, and the water is like a Milchama, because it's a case of Bididame, you're not sure, and still you believe the uh, witness is a nah. We would never believe one witness in a case of water if they just came along and said we saw them drown. Because even two kosher witnesses come along and testify such a testimony, they're not Ne'eman. Because Mayim en Nahim Sof. There's no end. Jeez, a guy can drown over here and he comes up another spot and you didn't see him. And I wish to tell why we believe these ladies over here. Because they came along and said we saw that they came, they floated up to the top. Doesn't matter, you still shouldn't believe them. They floated up to the top, how could you recognize the bodies? Maybe it's different bodies. No, we have simanim. There's, we have certain telltale signs in order to identify the body. Now she says, V'ka'am simanim, di'lav simanim, hayshina dilma ahirim ninu. Vishamayim, mishanim surat apanim. Right? The, the water changes the face. Ve'en nikar kolkach. Right? And it's not so recognizable. So again, this, this question is another question the Gemara asks, and the Gemara is not poshetet. Let's see if we can have the halakha. Uh, Edehad Amar. This is coming from Shulchan Aruch Eben Ha'ezesman Yudzayin Al-Echel Amid Gimal. Edehad Amar. Ra'iti shemet b'milchama. O b'mapolet. O shnitba' b'yam ha'gadol. Vamit, and he uh, died, which means he says here, 
that he's tehalkak me'okek wives. Kelomar she'shahar alav kedesh she'tzitzel nafsho. He waited there. Vechayosudrim elu shirubam lemita. Or in this case, but the majority you can assume that died. Im amar kibartiv. If he says I buried him, ne'emav to the south piv. Ve'lo amar kibartiv. If he didn't say anything short than saying I buried the guy, lo tenaseh. You don't believe because maybe we'll say So Baran is consistent. Baran was posek also over here in the Kula that what? In the case when she got married, we're not going to put the Knesset on her because bottom line, the end they had, we'll have in the Emirut, but not Who cares? We're discussing now the subject of Simanim. Once already we discussed in the last Suya. That the ladies came along and gave simanim regarding the guy that drowned, the, the rabbis that drowned. Now we're going to discuss other cases where siman plays a factor. A guy, he gave his friend as a collateral to watch for him shumshemim. Shumshemim is sesame seeds. So now the mafkid comes back and he says, Okay, give me back the sesame seeds that I uh, gave by you. Amar so the Nifkad says, Shekaltinu. So what do you I gave them to you already. Or oh, you took them. I don't have them. Kamara says, Veha chen vechen havyan, ubhabita ramyan. Comes along and says, listen, I'll tell you siman. This is, this is how much I gave you. And I put it in this type of barrel. Go check. And you'll see that uh, that's exactly the amount I gave you. And therefore these uh, simsom, uh, this uh, sesame that you have in your... Uh, Possession, they belong to me. Amale, so he comes along and tells them, listen, didach shekaltinu. You took yours, vehani acharininu. And this says to me over here, even though you got the right number, these are mine. Because Gabriel says, Savannah has done the memar, hainu shene talmide hachamim. Which means, this is the case over here, similar to the case of Shetam Dachim that drowned on the boat. Which means, just like by the case of the guys that drowned. Once the ladies gave simanin, what do we say? These are the deceased, the same ones. We don't say that these are different ones that have these simanin. So the same thing when it comes to a monetary case. When the guys come up and say, hey, that sesame that's in the corner over there, that's my stuff. And I'll prove it to you. I gave you 10 kilos, and there was this, uh, uh, and this type of a jug. So the Chawra, why don't you believe the guy when he comes along and gives us some money? It should be similar to the case of the... Tamidachim, about the boat. Comes to and says, Amadirava, midame. They're not analogous. Hatam ka'amre simanim. Over there, in the case of the deceased guys that drowned on the boat, they're giving telltale signs in order to identify the body. However, what kind of sign can you give on sesame? That one, but he said, he gave the measurement, he gave the, uh, how much, uh, how much weight there was, or how much he gave them. That's not considered a siman. Which you can come along and say, he guessed. Which means, normally these things are sold or given in a certain amount of weight. So he said, there were 10 pounds, let's say. Okay, so he took a good guess. So that's not really considered a siman mufhak in order to take money. You want to take money out of this guy. So just come along and give a, a poundage. That's not going to be considered a siman mufhak. But in the case of the uh, boat, that would be considered a uh, legitimate siman. It comes to Gemara and says... Amar le, Morkeshisha, Barafazdan Rav Asher, 
ומי חיישינן שם פינן? Oh, the assumption in this case is what? That the uh, fellow that had the sesame seeds, right? He emptied out the barrel, right? Because he's saying what? You took your, uh, you took yours. I mean, he must have emptied out that barrel and gave it and filled up the barrel now with new stuff, with his own stuff. So the Gemara asks, are we hoshesh that what? Sheme pinam, which means in the case where you know there was your goods in that vessel, do you suspect that the goods were emptied out and now new goods were placed in to that vessel over here? So comes across us back to now. We learned in the Mishnah, uh, Matzakli, you found, let's say, a vessel. Somebody's house. Vechatuv alav kof. You see that another kof is on the vessel. So what do we know that? That means whatever's in that vessel is what? Korban. Kof stands for korban. Therefore, you have to treat the food inside that vessel with kodesh, and therefore, um, you have to treat it like, like I said, b'haskat uh, kedusha. Mem, if you see the letter mem, ma'asir. Dalit dimua. Dimua means it's a mixture of teruma and cholin. Only a kohen is allowed to eat that. Tet, table. If you see a tet, it means table. That means you didn't take terumot and ma'asrot. Tav, if you see a tav written on the barrel, what does that stand for? Teruma. Oh. Now, what's the reason why they would write these letters on the barrels? Because the government did not allow the Jewish people to observe the mitzvot. If they were going to write terumah on their barrels, the government going to come in now and confiscate it, and who knows, they'll give them uh, troubles. So never they would just write a letter on it, tap, it was a signal for them, so they know that what, it's terumah. So therefore, uh, so what do you see over here? That what, you could assume that what's labeled on the barrel, that's what's in the barrel. And you don't assume that what? That they emptied out this stuff and they put something else inside. Furthermore, the Gemara says, hold it. You're bringing a question from this Brayta uh, over here, or this uh, Mishnah. I have a uh, question from the Sefa. And the Katra, I'll show you that you do suspect that the barrels were Changed that the goods inside the contents were switched. Why? Even if you find the barrel and it says the word teruma on the barrel, even if it's written explicitly on the barrel, you have to assume that what's inside of it is cholin because you go after the majority of the fruit. The majority of the fruit in the world is considered cholin. Ah, and even though the barrel has marked on it teruma, she'ani omer. I'm saying, you know what? Yesterday there was teruma in it. He got rid of the teruma, he emptied it out, and put something else in it. So what do you see? You see, according to me, you say, you're Now, you can't learn the Mishnah like we're learning it. Because you're saying, Tarakama is going to one extreme. That you're whatever's in the barrel, if it's considered, it says the taf on it, it's considered teruma, you have to treat it with teruma. And the Biyosh is going to the other extreme. And he's coming along and saying, even if it says teruma, beferush, we assume that what it is holin. So therefore, the the, the Mishnah really doesn't make sense to say such a drastic machloket. So we have to redefine the Mishnah. How are we going to redefine the Mishnah? Everybody holds, people do empty out their uh, uh, barrels, and they refill them up in the same spot with different goods. Oh, so what's the machalok then over here? Ve'acha ve'acha meflige. Mor sabah, Tanakama says, Im ita de finau. You're right. If you're going to say in this case, that he took out the tiruma 
and he puts something back in the barrel, you know what he would have done? Mikhfar avachafar. He would have erased the letter taf in order to, to, to he knows that one, it's not the terumah. Of the idach, so what is the Biyosei going to say? The Biyosei also said that people want, they uh, empty their barrels out. Oh, but it says terumah So he says, you know what? Iman ishtiluye ishtile. Either I'll say he forgot to erase the uh, taf or the terumah. He left it there in order to trick uh, the, uh, the ganav. Uh, Ganav is going to come into his house wants to steal the perot. So even a Ganav, he doesn't want to eat uh, Tirumah. It's already Hayuv uh, Mitah. So therefore, he comes into the house. So Tirumah. Oh, I'm not touching that. Uh, even though that's uh, really Cholin. So therefore, right, he's going to put it uh, on the... Uh, leave the uh, leave the sign there to uh, trick the Ganavim. But what do you see over here? You see over here that really we do suspect and therefore when the guy came along and said that what, uh, you took your uh, sesame and I filled up the barrels with new, people do that. Everybody agrees you are, uh, that, you, that you do that. Therefore, when it comes to monetary, he has no claim and therefore, he, and the siman that he gave of how much he left is not considered siman muvak uh, for money and therefore, that's the final, and therefore he cannot get his uh, sesame back. Now the Gemara goes, to another case where we're talking about people that have the same names regarding documents. Gabbara gives a case now. Yitzhak Rez Galuta Bar Ahte de Rabbi Bai Hava Kazir Mikurteba Le Aspamia. Yitzhak was going from a place called Kurteba to Aspamia, Spain. Veshachib and he died in Spain. So they sent a message back from Spain. Good. And he died. So now they want to let his wife get married. So Gibraltar's question is, Do we have to suspect now that maybe there's another Yitzhak in the world from Kurteba? And therefore, maybe he went to Spain as well, and he died there. And therefore, maybe Yitzhak, uh, the relative of Rabbi Ba, is still alive. And if I could you marry you off, uh, maybe you, to, you didn't get any names. All he got is, there was Yitzhak from Kurteba, he went to Spain and he died. Now, I don't know which Yitzhak, which means, in a case where you don't know, that there's other Yitzhak words. You have to suspect that maybe there's another Yitzhak and therefore you have to be Hoshesh. Oh no! Or maybe, listen, since we don't have a Hazaka, and you really don't know certainly that there's somebody else with the same name, so it could be you can rely that this is the one, and therefore you can uh, marry off. Amar Hashinan. Even when there's no hazaka, you have to be suspicious. Can, cannot let her get married till you investigate. Rava Amar lo which means you don't have to be suspect, and therefore you can marry her off. Uh, in this case, over here comes going on says Amar Amina Aminala. Why do I think, or why do I know that you have to be hoshesh to uh, other uh, people? There was a certain git that they found in Nehardeah. Uchtiv, it says in the get like this. Besad Kalonia Mata, in the city of Kolon, Kolonia, the fellow that writes the get is written in the get like this. Ana Andrulinai. The guy's name was Andrulinai. 
Nehardeah, from the city of Nehardeah, Patrit, I exempted, Vetarachit, I sent out, I divorced, Yat Pelonit Inteti, my wife, Veshalha, okay, so that was the get. So they found this get over here, so the lady comes along and says, alright, that's my name in the get, and my husband was uh, Andrew Anai, and this is my get, and I want to uh, get divorced based on this uh, document, right? So Kabbalah says, so the father was going to set the she'ira to Rabbi Yehuda. What do we do with this uh, get over here? So he sent them back. You have to go now check the entire Nehardi'ah to go find out if there's somebody else that has such a name. Now, even though there was no hazakah, that there was other Adrolina'is in this city, the rabbi told them, you got to check it out to make sure maybe this is uh, somebody else. So before you give, uh, before you let her get married to somebody else. Oh, so Abayir says the same thing when it comes to our case. When they came along and said, Yitzhak from Kortoba that went to Aspanya died, even though we don't have a Hazakar, there's other people with that name, you got to go check it out. So, I mean, he was basing it on this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Says, Hold it. If that's what you're basing it on, not accurate. Why? The rabbi, the Biyuda, should have told him back, you got to check the whole world for a fellow like this that might come from the Hadi'ah. Which means, the guy was, uh, his name was what? Andronina'eh from the Hadi'ah. Now, just because he was born in the he could be anywhere. So therefore, he shouldn't have told them, you know what, don't marry off until you go back to the and see if there's anybody else named Adonai. What are you talking? That's not going to help you. If you Hoshit, there's another guy like that that came from the he should have told them, you got to go check the whole world and find out maybe there's somebody else named Adonai that was in the And the fact that he didn't tell him that, means you misunderstood what he answered him. You know what he was really answering him? He was telling him like this, which means, Rabbi Yehuda didn't hold you have to do anything. He held that, since there's no hazakah in the town with another guy like this, you can marry her off. But what? He didn't want to embarrass, uh, who sent him the question? Shemuel? Abu Dishmuel. He didn't want to embarrass Abu Dishmuel that sent him the question. He could have told him, ah, what kind of question is you? You're not going to anything. So he told him, okay, you know what, go Token, go check Nardi'ah uh, out. And you see, it's really not an accurate answer, right? Because uh, we would have told him, go check the whole world. It's not too embarrassing if he gave an answer. Okay, go check Nardi'ah and uh, marry, uh, marry them off. Which means, Abu Dishmuel would understand from such an answer, what he was really telling him is, marry them off. But for the people, when they came back and gave the answer, oh, the people are not going to analyze the answer like that. Oh, that's the answer to the question. But Abu Dishmuel would figure out, that what do you mean? If he's telling me to check out Nardi'ah, why don't you tell me to check out the whole world? Like, he's telling me in a nice way, Marry them all. Good? Comes to Gemara and says, Amarava, Rava says, Mina, Aminana. How do I know my halakha? That why you don't have to be hoshesh when there's no hazaka uh, and you see a document with somebody's name, you could assume that that's the guy. You don't have to worry maybe there's somebody else. Why? Mina, Aminana. You don't have to worry about two people with the same name. The city of Mechoza, it was a big city, and you had the two shtarot that surfaced. And on the documents, there was a Malveh. The Malveh is the guy that is lending uh, the money. What does it say? His name was Habebar Nanai. That was the name of the Malveh on one document. And on another document, Bar Habay. There was another document that had that other guy's name. Which 
which means he used those two documents to get payment for both Habay bar Nanai and Nanai bar Habay. Oh, the Gemara says, Veha Habay bar Nanai, Venanai bar Habay, Bimhoza, Shihituva, which means even though those are common names, but still he was not Hoshesh when it came to monetary. And therefore, what do you see? You see, Hadushrofe, when it comes to monetary, even where it's common, even when there's Azagad, that there's other names like that, but when it comes to monetary, it's enough, so long as you see the star, and obviously the mother was holding the star. He came up and says, I'm that guy. Rabbi, you know what? Even though there's other guys like that in the town, you could get paid. And he took money and got paid. Oh, now we're trying to solve, not a case of Mamonot, we're trying to solve a case of marriage, which is a case of Isur. Oh, so we're not going to be as lenient by Isur than we are by Mamon. Can we be more lenient by Mamon? Isur is more stringent than Mamon. And really, normally we don't learn Isur from Mamon. But the Gemara is saying over here that if by Mamon you're able to trust the star, even if the names are common, so by Isur we'll be able to trust the star in a case where the names are not common. Meaning the case of Adonai'eh. Since there's nobody else in the town that had that name, so therefore for Isur will be lenient to marry the lady off. Or in the case of where the guy said Yitzhak from Kurtaon to Aspamia, since there's no Hazakan, there's nobody else with that name, will be lenient. By Mamon, even more lenient. By Mamon, even if there's other people that have that common name, the guy that's holding the star, you assume that he's that one, and therefore he could be Govay the star. That's Lavazdi. Look at the bottom Nashi. Shihi Tuba Bafidu Ahi. In the case of the Mehoza with the star of the Naibar Habai, Magbina Keshemusish Tarhova and Ahirim Velo Hashin and Shema Hera Yavichem and Mamona. Since by money, Afagab de Hosekulo Aishinan, even though there was Azakaris other names, we're going to be lenient. So they got Isura Kilo Hosekumia. At least when there's no Azakab by Isur, Lo Hashinan, we're not going to be Hoshesh. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen.